Hey, gentlemen, this is Robert Nolan. Welcome to the Sword and Shield Devotionals for Men. Well, back when I was a pastor, I always taught through books of the Bible exegetically, whether it was a few verses or an entire passage, sometimes a chapter, but I moved through them uh, chronologically and teaching them. And it didn't matter where you were, whether you were teaching Isaiah or Romans or wherever you were, when you got past Thanksgiving, you better just go ahead and stop and go where everybody's head and heart is and teach in the, the, the gospel story and the birth of Christ and, and move into the Christmas story because that's where everybody was. And so just go with it. And it's always awesome to, to go through those stories because in the, in the gospels, because that's where it all started, the birth of Christ. And there's so many incredible elements to that story that we constantly need to refresh ourselves and remind ourselves in. So that's what I'm going to do starting today and in the month of December. I'm going to be uh, giving you some, going through some of those scripture passages, specifically looking at men who influenced the, the uh, around the birth of Christ and, and were influential in the gospel story, whether good or bad. Hopefully I'm going to bring out some points of some things maybe you've not thought of before, not seen before, not heard before. There's some, some unique uh, points to bring up that will help us bring more understanding around the birth of Christ and what actually happened in that day and what Scripture teaches us. Today, I'm going to start with uh, kind of an unusual but very intriguing story that I found very fascinating, and it's got an incredible challenge connected to it that I want to share with you today. So on December the 9th, 1965, a Charlie Brown Christmas made its TV debut. Now, a few years ago, USA Today published an article that contained some backstory on the production of the animated show. The article printed a conversation that occurred between Charles Schultz, the Peanuts creator, Lee Mendelson, the executive producer, and Bill Melendez, the animation director, from a recollection of them planning the production. They said Schultz brought up the idea of Linus reciting the passage from Luke 2 about Jesus' birth. So they said, he said, uh, Schultz said, if we're going to do a Christmas special, we've got to do it the right way and talk about what Christmas is all about. Mendelssohn reported that he said, Bill and I looked at each other and then I said, there's never been any animation that I know of from the Bible. It's kind of risky. Schultz responded, well, if we don't do it, who will? And the risk they took on One, doing an animated Christmas special, which was not normal at that time at all, putting it in prime time, and then they used a jazz soundtrack. Now, we may put on the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas soundtrack now and today and put it on in the background during a Christmas thing, or you hear it playing in the store or whatever, you know the songs well, even if you don't remember that's where it's from. But we constantly hear that soundtrack, and it's become a very... Um, a normal part of our Christmas experience when it comes to Christmas music. But back then, you think about it, doing an animated special that was kind of uh, supposedly aimed for kids, but really these guys were aiming it for families, for anybody. Putting jazz as a soundtrack was a very unusual uh, and risky thing to do. And here's another factor. When they decided to do this and they got the backing to do it and they had the date of December the 9th set as the as the time at the night it was going to be on the air, they only had a few months to pull this off. Now, this was back before computer animation. This was the drawing. This was the old-fashioned way of creating animation. So you you had a risk of doing an animated Christmas special for primetime, using jazz as the soundtrack, and then only having a few months to pull the entire thing off. But they did it. Now, today, 
Uh, there will be random moments on a primetime show where something of faith is going to be mentioned. And, you know, a lot of times it's not good. Sometimes it is good. Sometimes it is favorable. Occasionally there will be a reference to scripture of some sort. A lot of times the way they package it is a lot of people wouldn't even know it's from, from scripture. But a featured exact recitation of scripture is likely unlikely today, as of course we know. But here we are 54 years later, year after year, still in primetime as a classic animated special, Charlie Brown Christmas is something that evidently no corporate executives anywhere or rights organization or whatever dares to mess with. It's just so much a part of our culture. But the clear gospel message every year goes out over the airwaves again, hailing the words as the true meaning of Christmas, as Linus shares in the special. And it's just like Charles Schultz wanted and challenged his team to do. So, Anytime I see that scene when the kids' laughter subsides and Linus strolls out to the middle of the stage and starts declaring God's word, there is most definitely a strange anointing on that moment. And in in the plot, when that occurs, it seems kind of misplaced at first, a little confusing. But then as he starts reciting in the silence and as the kids stop and pay attention, um, it just brings everything into focus. Linus takes the chaos in, inside the Word of God and turns it into clarity. So, and here's one of my favorite details that would be very, very easy to miss. And the first, I don't know how many times I've watched this thing. I missed it too. But a few years ago, there's a little detail in the animation that I noticed. As Linus gets into the scripture quoting of uh, the passage in Luke, he drops his beloved blanket and lifts his hands. Now, who knows? It, they just wanted to make that as a point or whatever. But here's the here's what what I saw in that, and may have been intended. I don't know. If you know the story of peanuts at all, if even even loosely, you know that Linus and his blanket are inseparable. Like like Linus has to have his blanket for security, and it's always there. He's always got it. He doesn't even want his mom to wash it. But in that moment of him reciting that scripture, bringing clarity to this to the circumstance. He drops the blanket onto the onto the stage and he lifts his hands. What a powerful visual metaphor for letting go of all we cling to in this world for security, to embrace the power and the majesty and the simplicity and the practicality of God. So I want to close this nostalgic moment with going back to Schultz's response and challenge to putting scripture in the special. Well, if we don't do it, who will? You know, today as we're going to close out 2019 and end a decade and start a new one. And I don't know, in the history of this country, there's never been a more volatile um, time where people seem to be uh, every day losing hope. We're all waiting around for someone to do something about the mess we're in today. We, we Criticism is at a new level. Hatred is at a new level. There's so many things going on in our culture that seems like everybody wants somebody to do something. Well, we all know that the story of the gospel puts that in our hands to say, with Christ, we can do something about the mess by us placing ourselves into circumstances to make the change through Jesus. So here's the challenge. What if we decide this month to put some Jesus right in the middle of our story, exactly the way Charles Schultz did? And after all, if you and I don't do it, who will? So thank you, Linus for bringing clarity to the circumstance by quoting scripture. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Thanks for keeping it real. Luke chapter 2, verse 10 in the New Living says, Don't be afraid, he said. 
I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. Good news, great joy to all people. It says, don't be afraid, but the news had to be brought. So, gentlemen, this is the Sword and Shield Devotionals for Men. I'm Robert Nolan. Go get them.